Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, SubmarineWife.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Military Life Radio and Navy Wife Radio. This is Wendy, and I'm your host tonight. Tara may be calling in. She is actually on the road on her summer adventure cross-country drive. Uh, so we'll see. I'll keep you posted on that front. Uh, on today's show, we have a very special guest that I can't wait to, for you guys to meet. Her name is Elizabeth. She's a military spouse, and she was a finalist on Season 10 of The Biggest Loser. So she's going to stop by and talk about her experience of being on the show, what it's like to be on The Biggest Loser Ranch. She's going to share who was her coach. And then she's also going to talk about um, some of her favorite fitness tips and what she has coming up now. Then also later on in our show, Krista's back with Krista's Corner. She is going to share with us um, some tips on working out with our kids. It's summer, the kids are home, and how do you incorporate, you know, still getting that workout in if you've got little ones underfoot. So we're excited to have her back in Krista's Corner. That's coming up later on, although she may be chiming in to talk to Elizabeth, too, because it's such a treat. It's like we have a celebrity on the show tonight. I'm so excited. Uh, So that's what we have coming up. So if you're listening to us live, um, we encourage you to log into Blog Talk Radio and create an account and become a friend of ours on the Blog Talk Radio platform, and you can make our show a favorite. That way, whenever we schedule a show, you'll be, excuse me, you'll be, we'll send you an email, and you'll know uh, first what we have scheduled and who we have coming up. So that's really awesome. So uh, we also like to say, you know, as we begin the show, pour that cup of iced tea. It's really hot. It's summer, right? We've had the first day of summer a couple days ago. Or whatever it is that you have, iced coffee, that sounds really good. So I'm drinking um, just some plain old iced water. It is hot in Texas today. So I encourage you to get that going. And um, if you're listening to us via podcast, which is through iTunes, welcome to listening to us. We know, we know not everybody listens live, so we're so excited to have you. We want to let you know that our shows air most Tuesdays at 9 p.m. I can't even speak. I'm so excited about Elizabeth. Uh, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. in the East, and that's most Tuesdays. We're here, we're trying working out the summer schedule to be the second and the fourth Tuesdays of the month, so you can put that on your calendar if you want to make an appointment viewing. If you're on Facebook. You can look for us on facebook.com slash mymilitarylife. And if you've come over from them from the link that we posted just a little while ago, it's so great to have you. And so we have a few minutes to just talk about what's been going on since our last show, which was a couple weeks ago. Um, a couple of big, huge milestones around here. We actually um, hit our 250th thousandth. Did I say that right? download of our show since we started 
And I'm so excited about that. And it's all because you guys are, are listening and sharing with your friends and downloading the show. And it's PCS season right now, so we want to encourage you guys to encourage you to, if you've got a road trip coming up, download a few of our, our few shows. Um, you can download a few of Krista's shows, too, because you're really going to like her tips and suggestions. So that way we can keep you company as you're making your way to your new duty station, whether that's uh, if you're in one car and hubby's in the other car, or if you're flying overseas, however it works out, which is I encourage you to let us keep you company. We get lots of emails from people that say, I downloaded five and six episodes of the show, and I listened to you from point A all the way to my new duty station, which seems kind of crazy. <laughs> but, hey, if you don't have X7 in your car and you're not picking up radio stations, uh, you never know. Like, it can get really boring when you're out there traipsing across you know, the United States, and so we want to keep you company as you're doing that. One of our favorite listeners, Jessica Jai, uh, she was the first person who ever told me that, that she downloaded our show and listened to us on a plane ride from Texas all the way to Hawaii. So we encourage you guys. So you won't be the only one to do that. We're excited about um, being able to share the show with you guys on demand, and Blog Talk Radio lets us do that. And all you do to do that is you go to iTunes under Podcasts and search Navy Wife Radio. And there you'll see all 160-some-odd episodes of the show. You can subscribe and you can even download the ones that you are most interested in listening to. Okay? So uh, when we, we're going to take a quick break, and when I come back, I'm going to share with you a little bit about what I've been up to since our last show a couple weeks ago. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Military Life Radio. We'll be right back after this little quick break. Thanks. Hey, bet that in your ashtray you have change collecting, perhaps for a meter or for that occasional ice cream cone. Well, do you know that if you took that same money and put it in the bank every time it collected, you could save hundreds of dollars, cash that could someday send you on your dream vacation. Now, doesn't that sound a little better than an ice cream cone? Okay, maybe not better than a mint chip, but you get the idea. This has been a message from Military Saves, where saving money is easy once you know where it's been going. To learn more, go to www.militarysaves.org. Welcome back, everybody. I want to, you know, last week when I did the show, we came, I came to you live from Padre Island. I was down there for oh, last week, last show week. So now I'm back home and it's really nice and it's a lot easier for me to press all these buttons and do all these things so uh thanks for bearing with me last week although we had a really great we've had some great downloads we are like in the 3000 so thank you guys for listening to the show i appreciate it and i want to give a shout out to angela caban she is the editor over homefront united uh a couple of weeks ago well i guess like a month ago or so i was in dc for the military.com spouse summit and she corralled a group of us military spouses to do some videos for Lifetime Moms. And those videos are now posted on the Lifetime website uh, in the Lifetime Moms section. And they feature, I think, about 10 or so military spouses. And Angela's interviewing us, asking us different questions that include things like what not to say to a military spouse. And 
it's really kind of neat. And so I just want to give her a shout out for including me in that bunch. We're going to post those links to our YouTube channel. But you can search them by Lifetime Moms Military Spouse. And, you know, what would you what what do you think you shouldn't say to a military spouse? You can leave us a comment on that thread, and we would be very happy to hear what you have to say. And uh, so, yeah, so Lifetime, I love the fact that they're even asking military spouses their opinion on these things, you know, questions like that. And another one was, what would you tell your son or daughter if they wanted to serve? What would be your response? So you'll get to, by watching the videos, you'll get to hear some insight from several different military spouses that are diverse in age, background, and um, branch, because we're not all Army wives. Uh, Angela is actually National Guard, I believe. So it's pretty neat. <coughs> Excuse me. So Lifetime videos on the Lifetime Mom channel over there. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to her for that. The other thing that I wanted to share, too, before we get to our guest tonight is, uh, you know, we just had the super moon in Texas. I don't know if you guys uh, saw that where you were, depending on what part of the country or the world. We had pretty clear skies on the super moon night, which was just a couple days ago, and took some great pictures. And uh, if you ever read, I think it's Nicholas Sparks' novel, Dear John, where it's such a sappy thing, but, hey, we love Nicholas Sparks, where... Uh, he talks about the character in the book when he's deployed, like looking at the moon and thinking about, you know, we we're both looking at the same moon. You're looking at it from your out-of-country place, and I'm looking at it from our backyard. And I always think of that scene from that book whenever I'm out there with the moon. So um, I think it's kind of a neat tradition, you know, whenever there's a full moon, if you can talk to your deployed husband or boyfriend or fiancé, and kind of make that little, you know, suggestion. It's always kind of cool if you can take a picture and share it with each other. You know, of course, there's a time difference and all of that. However, it's just neat to know you're looking at the same moon, even though you're millions or thousands of miles away. Uh, we, um, we're we coming up on our six-month time frame from Craig being home from um, Afghanistan. And... They say all the research says that the most stressful reactions happen like at six to nine month range, and so I, I, I keep telling him, I'm like, okay, now that we're coming up on the six months range, um, you thought you were stressed before, it's all going to hit now. Uh, but I just wanted to uh, share with you a great resource, and that's the DECO website, the Defense Center of Excellence, and they put out so much great information on deployment. Uh, stress and readiness and and just, you know, different coping tips, that kind of stuff. It's the Defense Center of Excellence. It's called DECO, and their website is dcoe.health.mil. And they have um, all different kinds of things on their website. They even have a new app, which we had talked about before, uh, through T2, and kind of just gives you a a check to see where your stress level is. And we're all in this together, so I just always think we should talk about it because we're all experiencing it, most of us anyways. So um, Defense Centers of Excellence is the website. It's dcoe.health.mil. It's just a great a great resource for um, stress-related resources. 
June is PTS uh, Awareness Month, and they have all kinds of different, like I said, tools, webinars, all kinds of things to just keep us informed about what's um, different tools that can help us and our spouses uh, recover from and uh, get on the other side of a rough deployment. So, all right, so up next, I'm so excited to share with you uh, our first guest of the evening, and that's Elizabeth Ruiz. She was a season 10 finalist on The Biggest Loser, and she is going to give us uh, some backstage insight on into what was it like on the ranch. She's going to share who was her coach in case she missed that season or kind of refresh your memory. Uh, I believe season 15 starts in October, and they, they're doing the casting for that right now, I believe, around the country. So uh, she is going to be here to talk about her experience. And not only that, she's going to talk about what she has, um, how she's continued to live a healthy lifestyle, um, and what are her fitness tips, and then where we can find her, because she does appearances here and there across the country. So don't go anywhere, everybody. Uh, we're excited to have with, with us tonight Elizabeth Ruiz, and she'll be with us right after this break. You're listening to Military Life Radio and Navy Wife Radio. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Elizabeth, thanks for being with us. It's great to have you. Well, thanks for having me. Well, you know, I have to tell everybody, you and I actually met a couple months ago um, at a class I was uh, facilitating on base at Fort Sam, and... I was so excited to meet you, and I was just—I was a bit of a fan. Like I'm like, oh my gosh! And then I said, I have this show, and you'd be great, and can we connect, and all that. So it's so great. We've been talking about this for a couple of months, so it's such a treat to actually um, have you on tonight and be able to share with um, everyone what you're doing and a little bit about your experience. Because how exciting! You were on The Biggest Loser. Did you ever think you'd be on The Biggest Loser? Actually, no. I mean. You know, to be honest with you, I was never really a fan of the show. I didn't watch a lot of TV, so I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you get the idea of trying out? Well, um, I actually have a friend that's a police officer in my hometown of Lawrence. He was on season three, and um, I was having lunch with him one day, and he's the one that, you know, he's, you know, telling me about his experience, and then my cousin was actually the one that dragged me down to go try out. He's like, you know, he was very loving, and he said, you know, you're you're not you're not big enough. They'll never take you, but um, but we're gonna go. It'll be fun. And 
lo and behold, that was my first time trying out, and I got a call back, and then the whole casting process began, and I was finally chosen, and I didn't find out till the day, first day of filming, so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, how long did it take you from the time you started to the time that you found out that you were selected? Um, let's see. It was about a month. About a month, because right when you go through the casting process, they um, select the people that they want to fly out to California for fin- finals week. And during finals week, you there's about 40 people selected from everyone across the country that tried out. And you go through medical testing, psychological testing, and you interview with all the network executives from NBC. And at my time, it was the, the production company was Three Ball Production. So we went to read with everybody, and it was it was quite the experience. And uh, we were sequestered the entire time, so we weren't allowed to speak to each other. Um, but but after the whole thing, they send everybody home. You know, like as days goes by, goes by, you know, you see some people going home. You know, like oh, they probably didn't get selected. And then I stayed the entire time, and then they sent everybody home. So no one knew exactly who was going to be on. And it wasn't until I got a call from one of the producers that they had an event in Boston and they thought it'd be fun if I went. So, you know, I was like, all right, fine, I'll go. And, you know, I really wasn't like, okay, I didn't get selected. But it was um, kind of like a surprise to the people that were actually selected. They were called out and um, Jillian was there and I got to meet her that day and and, uh, it was quite exciting. Wow. How cool. So um, people might not know that you are a military spouse. So tell us a little bit about that. So how long have you been a military spouse? What branch? Um, whatever you want I to share regarding proud, your military. I am a very proud Army wife. And um, <laughs> I've been an Army wife since December, since we got married. So it's pretty new. So you're Actually, brand new. You're it's brand new to both of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, brand well, new, brand new to the military life. I mean, I'm not completely alien to the idea because all my siblings were military. I had oh, two okay. Army and okay. one Air Force. So I knew, wow. so, um, you know, I had experience what, the deployment with them, but, you know, I have yet to see how it feels like being on the other side as a spouse. He hasn't been deployed yet, so... It's only been a year in, so we'll see. <laughs> okay, right. You guys are just getting started. Well, that is neat. Um, and, you know, we, you know, military spouses come in all, um, and we have so many different, you know, talents and so many different backgrounds. And so I just thought it was fascinating. I'm like, oh, my gosh, she was she's a military. When I met you that day, I'm like, how cool. You're on Biggest Loser and you're an Army wife. How neat is that? So, um, so what is your what did your parents think when you were marrying a soldier? Was he in the service yet or not yet? Yes, he was. Your brothers were. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, well, my brothers have already retired, but um, they were very excited that I was marrying a soldier. So <laughs> it was it's a uh, it's something that's really accepted in my family. I mean, with all my siblings, and I have lots of friends that are in the military. So it's it's a uh, pretty much a way of life for us. Okay. All right. All right. So getting back to the Biggest Loser piece, we'll kind of bounce around um, with questions. But So 
when you first, um, like, what was your first day like when you got to the ranch? Well, I thought everything was going to be, let's, you know, they'll give us time to acclimate to the situation. And, you know, I was, um, so my very first day on the show was actually um, in Boston. And I ended up fainting. And I, so I didn't make, I didn't win my chance to get on the ranch. So I was one of the wild cards. I was one of two people that got saved um, that didn't actually um, win their, their first challenge. So Jillian oh, okay. saved me, and um, so we, myself and my friend Aaron, um, was another wild card that was thrown in. Was a surprise to the rest of the the contestants. So we all started on the same day, but they didn't know that we were going to be on the show. So it was um, it was a surprise for everyone, and um, you know I didn't expect to work out the very first day. I don't know why, but I didn't think that the very first day they were going to destroy us. So, But it happened. Uh, well, you know, we watch the show and we see people, you know, in the very beginning, you know, um, I watched the last season and I just, there's so many of the cast members on there that I just really, there was, you know, felt a connection with. There was, had a good cast. But you see yes. um, people, you know, they're, on the treadmill, the trainers are yelling, and they're falling off the treadmill. They're throwing up. It's just craziness. So it um, is. I'm just it wondering, is. <laughs> is that real or is that like I always wonder? Is no. that real or is it? It's it's one hundred percent real. I mean, you you on TV, people only see maybe like a tenth of what actually is going on. Um, the workout is actually a two-hour workout nonstop. So, um, yeah, of course we were going to throw up. We we came from couch potatoes to, okay, let's get on the treadmill. And, you know, Jillian's going to yell at me and she's going to destroy my soul right now. So um, it was it was quite a shock to the system for everyone, for sure. So that brings me to my next question. So your trainer was Jillian then? Um, for season 10, um, I had both Bob and Jillian, but then it was mostly Jillian. And I feel like okay. I need more of a connection with her. She has a, she has a way of, you know, her, her bark is worse than her bite, I think. Um, really? She really, she really has a way of connecting with you on an emotional level and really helping you with those you know, um, emotional and mental breakthroughs where Bob will just kick your butt. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I know she took a break for a couple seasons and then she was back. So, um, yeah. and, you know, I think she does have this tough, you know, persona where I know for me, I'm like afraid of Jillian. I watched that. I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't think I'd want Jillian. I would want Bob as my trainer. But you really think that she is more um, – she does create more of that emotional connection versus just uh, yes, drill that, sergeant Yes, definitely. I mean, I wow. mean, it was all those experiences and those conversations that I had with her in private that really helped me overcome a lot of the, the issues that I was dealing with. And, you know, I've, I mean, she's my mentor. I've learned, uh, you know, everything I know or mostly like a lot of stuff that I know is from her. So because of her, I'm a successful personal trainer now myself. So um, it was actually her idea for me to become a personal trainer. So it, it was it's quite a blessing. 
Wow. I, how cool. So do you keep in contact with her at all? I haven't, no. It's been a while. Okay. <laughs> right, I do right. stay in contact so, with all my my castmates with, um, from my season. And um, we tend to go back for all the season finales. So if you look at all the live, because the season finales are live. So if you look in the audience, there's a one section of just past losers. So it's, <laughs> all, they feed all us losers together and, you know, we have this camaraderie and, um, you know, we just really get to know each other from different seasons and and we become friends. We have, It's like we have, um, we have a strong connection. Well, I mean, you know, we've seen like past episodes where castmates have started dating and, you know, found romance, so to speak. So it yeah. seems like you guys do really create those strong connections. Yeah, and I was going to yes, ask about I'm, that. You know, it's kind of like for military folk, um, people that are actually in the army, the soldiers. It's kind of like your battle buddy, your you know, the people that you know survive basic training with you. Um, you know that that you go through this experience that you know you feel no one else understands, and because you guys went through it together, you have this deep connection. Even though it was for a short amount of time, you guys got to know each other way quicker and on a deeper level than, you know, a normal friendship would have. Right. Okay. What was it like not being able to keep in contact with your family while you were on the ranch? That was particularly hard for me. Um, I'm very close to my family, and for me, family is important. And, um, you know, I, I knew my family was very supportive of me, but, you know, not having them to lean on and to you know, to call, like, I can't call my mommy, and I'm like, mommy, you know, I, this is going on, and, <laughs> or, you know, or my sister, like, I, I could tell my sister anything, so not having those lines of communication broken, you know, it's not, you know, it it, it, it makes for a more emotional journey, because you have to learn not to depend on other people, but on yourself, and on the strangers that you are now your close friends. Right. It kind of makes me think of somewhat a little bit, this is maybe a stretch, I hope nobody throws anything at me, but, you know, when our service members, when they go off to boot camp, you know, they don't get, they don't, they can't call home whenever they want, and they just have to learn to rely on each other. Yeah. That's that's exactly how it is. I just thought of that right now. So you probably can relate to your husband just a little bit more, right? On that regard? Yes, which is why I was able to be, um, because I could write letters and, you know, have some sort of communication with him, um, I was able to provide for him the support that I wanted while I was on the ranch. And um, so my little, my routine, while he was at basic training, we were just dating at the time. So while he was at basic, we were, you know, I would take, Every night before I closed my eyes, I would write a letter to him and mail him in the morning. So he would, I would mail a letter every single day while he was away. So it kind of made him a little popular. Um, <laughs> his basic training. <laughs> I did get him in trouble a couple times, but it's okay. <laughs> Never oh, write letters to their drill sergeants. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> I wrote a thank you card. Right, like, oh, you know. 
Uh, thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you for molding our future soldiers. And he got in trouble for it. <laughs> That's funny. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We need to ask a drill sergeant why. Why don't they want to have encouragement too? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I My think goodness. it's just an excuse. Oh. I guess they hadn't picked on him yet, and they decided that was the excuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay, so um, what most surprised you about the ranch? It looks beautiful, um, you know, from TV. I mean, it like, is. What, what? It is. It's very tranquil. I mean, the the grounds. I mean, we're not allowed off campus. I mean, off the ranch at all, um, unless we're escorted by you know production, like for a challenge or something. I mean, they did allow us on dark days. Dark days are days that we're not filming, which is maybe once a week. Um, to maybe go to a movie, but it was, you know, as a group. Um, but what surprised okay. me the most, um, you know, I thought that, you know, they were going to cook our meals for us. <laughs> no. They do our grocery shopping for us, and nothing is allowed in the house unless it was approved by Bob and Jillian. Um, but we were in charge of our nutrition from the first day. You know, um, we had nutritionists and celebrity chefs come in and teach us, you know, about nutrition, how to cook things and experiment with new things that we probably didn't try before. And um, it was a learning experience because prior to being on The Biggest Loser, I know um, this is horrible, but I didn't know how to cook. (laughs) Uh, My family, my my, uh, grandmother, my mother never taught me how to cook because I was always you know, in my room reading. So my grandmother always said, uh, you know, don't take a book away from her to give her a spatula, you know. <laughs> so she was more pushing me towards well, my I education. Well, you know, yeah, well, we all can, I mean, learn more um, unique ways to prepare meals. I mean, I even though I've been married for I don't even know how long, I'm still not that great of a cook. So I could, you know, I think cooking healthy when you need to lose weight is a whole nother scenario and then if you don't even know really too much how to cook I could see where that would be very very difficult so um, do you I I guess I'm wondering you know we see all of one of the biggest I think the attractions for watching Biggest Loser and some of my research that I did that why people watch is because it's such a huge transformation and Yes. You know, from week to week, some people, especially the guys, they can lose. But the women too, they are they're losing like seven, eight, ten pounds. The mm-hmm. women and the guys much more, sometimes double that. So, how many mm-hmm. hours a day are you working out? And and is that like? And I know they say consult the physician before you change or modify. A, you know, an exercise routine. Yes. I mean, when you were cooking those meals, is it just grilled chicken and vegetables, and that's why there's this extreme weight loss, and you're working out eight hours a day? What What's like that typical time you're working out and typical meal? Well, every day we work out about six to eight hours a day, and um, six to and eight two of hours. Those hours. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And um, not all of it is intense. A lot of it is low intensity, and. Um, while we were on the ranch, we had um, our body buds, which are now called body media. So um, it, they keep track of how many calories we lose, and we always food journal, which was key. Um, so we can pretty much, from the calories that were calculated through our body media, 
and um, our food journaling, because that's what was key, is, you know, that we keep kept track of how many calories we were eating every day. Um, okay. So that that's what was uh, the key to our success on the ranch. And, um, you know, two of those hours were, you know, about two to three times a week with um, Bob and Jillian. Each season is different, um, but our season, it was about two to three times a week of two hours of, you know, some oh, there was a couple three hour ones there until when they were mad. Um, <laughs> um but it's like it's nonstop kick your butt two hours and um but the rest of the time, you know, it was about, you know, teaching us to be independent and being able to do this so good to to prepare us to do this at home. You know, and of course it was you know, the race to the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So that was dangling in front of everybody. So that was a lot of motivation. Okay, and so what's like your typical what what's a typical meal that you were making? Um, let's see. I liked the uh, fish, the mahi mahi scallops, veggies. Um, let's see. They had um oh, these low sodium soups like the banana squash and stuff like that. We had tons of like um eggs and you know, we had, like, regular stuff that I have in my refrigerator now. We had milk and all of that. I was lactose intolerant. So we had almond milk and soy milk. We had um, low-fat cheese. We had deli meats, like low-sodium deli meats, and it's all. Um, we had, let's see, oh, like, different types of uh, ingredients to make smoothies. All sorts of fresh veggies and fresh fruit. That was a big thing. You know, I got to... You know, I ate a fig for the first time, and um, I ate uh, lychee for the first time. So it was, I, you know, I was experimenting with different things and learning from each other, like learning how to cook artichoke and spaghetti squash, um, things like that. So we we had um, quite a diversity in our meals. Okay, cool. I want to remind everybody we're listening that you're listening to um, Military Life Radio, and we're talking with Elizabeth Ruiz, who was a season ten finalist on The Biggest Loser. Um, so, Elizabeth, what do you want? What do you want people to know if they're thinking about trying out for The Biggest Loser? So let's see. The, well, um, for season fifteen, they've already concluded the um, the casting for that, and I think uh, Little Birdie told me that today was day one of filming, but it will air in. Um, October, I believe it is. In October. Okay. September, October. I don't know the exact date, but I know that the finale will be in December, the live finale. So I'm hoping to go to California for that. And um, But the most important thing, just if you are trying out in the future, is be yourself. The criteria is different. It all depends on whether it's a short season or a long season that they're casting for, um, the, the weight that they're looking for, like for um, this season, that's season 15, it's a shorter season, so that, you know, that's why when they're casting, they say up to 80 pounds. Um, usually on the longer season, it's 100 pounds plus. So that's one of the criteria. And also, you know, what slots, how many slots they're trying to fill and and what are the, you know, the personalities that they're looking for. So they, you have to show your personality, um, you know, show your humor, be honest, be completely genuine, because they, they do this for a living. They can see through something that you're making up, you know. If you have something 
you know, that really fueled your weight gain, um, you know, share that experience and just could be be as honest and as truthful, be open. And if you feel like you need to um, cry, let it out, don't hold anything back. You want to walk away from that casting table, you know, leaving it all on the table. You don't want to walk away and regret, oh, I should have said this, I should have said that. You only get, like, two minutes to talk. That's all you get. So you have to make an impression and just be honest. Right. Okay. That's great advice. Uh, all right. So um, tell everybody, uh, like, if they want to see clips or, or is does NBC have season 10 type footage on their website still or do they have, like, is it on DVD yet? How does that work do. if people want to see? I believe they do. I know my husband bought my season um, off of iTunes. So I know there are all different seasons that are on iTunes that you can purchase. Um, at one point, they were on Hulu. I'm not sure if they still are on Hulu, um, like Hulu.com. And um, But NBC should have some sort of I, – I believe they do. I believe they have, like, clips that you can see. Okay, cool. We'll have to find a couple and see if we can – if they're on YouTube, maybe share them on our YouTube channel. Um, okay, so tell us about how, like, when you got home, and you you hinted a little bit about it because you decided you wanted to go into personal training, but how did you continue to be successful on your weight loss journey once you got home? Um, well, like, my focus while I was on the ranch wasn't to win. Um, I knew that I didn't have the body fat to compete with my friends, but I knew I wanted to stay there as long as I could. So, of course, it's a, it's part of a game. So you make alliances, and, you know, fortunately the alliances that I formed were good ones. So they, um, I was there until the end because um, there's a lot of voting and things like that, voting people off. And um, I took that time to really focus on learning as much as I can and spending as much time as I could with Jillian um, so that, you know, I can – keep that lifelong, you know, lifestyle change. Because you can't, you know, go crazy and, you know, go balls to the wall and do everything and lose all the weight and then, okay, I'm done. I reached the weight that I wanted. Because you're just going to gain your weight back. So it's about, you know, making the changes in your life, you know, so that you're successful. So, you know, keeping your routine and, continue to work out, find things. See, I get bored very easily, and I don't like having the same routine. So I find that I have to do something different all the time in order to keep myself interested in activity. You know, and I also like things to be a little bit more intense, shorter but intense. So that that's um, everybody has different, um, you know, things that they like. Um, like I'll, I like Bikram yoga. That's 90 minutes of doing yoga in a room that's about 108 degrees. So that, yeah, that, I saw that's you post something intense. like that on your Facebook page. I was like, oh, my gosh, i got to ask her about that. Um, oh, my gosh. It, I love it. I love, love, love it. Um, I also, um, for all the people in San Antonio, I joined a group. It's called the San Antonio Social Cyclers, and you can find them on meetup.com. So that they, it's a great group of people, and um, there's a lot of military people. I think they're most, yeah, I think they're all military. 
for mostly military. Um, and their motto is no one left behind. So we ride as a team. You know, we start the ride together and we end together. So it's very, very supportive. And, um, it's, you know, we, let's say, I think it was last Saturday, I think I did 27 miles with them. We did a 27-miler bike ride, and it was beautiful. Scenic. Wow. And, you know, it, it gives you a chance to explore different areas that, you know, since I'm new in San Antonio, so I'm not familiar with everything. So it's 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 pretty cool, and these people are so cool, um, and I was very fortunate to find them. Yeah, so again, that's, if anyone's that's neat interested to be able to work out with riding, people. Yeah. yeah, if you have a road bike, you know, look us up on meetup.com, the San Antonio Social Cyclers. <laughs> okay, great. Now, um, okay, so Elizabeth, what are, let's kind of switch gears a little bit because we're running out of time. I want to be able to give you a chance to share um, what are your top three fitness tips. And you may have already said them already because you've given us a lot of suggestions, but what are your top three fitness tips for someone that's looking to um, either continue on a weight loss journey or they find themselves struggling to keep going? What would your tips be? Um, Find ways to stay accountable. Um, You know, find a a buddy that will motivate you and – you know, food journaling is 100% key if you're trying to lose weight because that way you know exactly um, what you're putting into your body. And some people will be shocked. You know, I, I've gotten people where they're like, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm fine. I, You know, I eat healthy. And I was like, okay, fine, food journal for one week, and I'll tell you if that's okay, if you're right. And when I point things out to them, they're like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know. So it's like it's a it's a learning experience. And keep moving, stay moving constantly. You want to find things that will keep you interested. And, like, I like variety. So if you're the type of person that likes regimen, you know, find something that you like and do it every day if you want, you know? Those are great tips. I really like the whole food journaling thing. We've heard that from a few people that have come on that do, um, you know, different, their personal trainers or whatever, and it's a consistent theme. So I think uh, that's a great advice. So do you, when you do your food journal, do you use an app or do you just do pen and ink to paper? What do you suggest? Um, I originally learned with pen and paper, but um, I like the apps. I did my fitness pal, but my my all-time favorite is the body media, body media program um, because not only – because it, it has it, there's an arm strap that calculates how many calories you're burning, but also it has the program and the app where you can input your food, so that it tells you what your net calories are, how many how many more calories you need to burn, or how many more calories you need to eat, or so it keeps you accountable, you know, with the with the whole picture in mind. So it's not just food; it's food and exercise. So it's a bet, it's a great way to be accountable. And um, I think I, I can post if you go on my fan page on um, on Facebook. All you have to do is Google my name. I'll be posting lots of um, fitness tips, and I can post the links to the body media. And if you mention my name, they'll probably give you a discount. <laughs> okay, cool. I like that. Um, Okay, so we'll find you guys. We'll find you on Facebook for more tips. Now, I'm also wondering, what are you up to now? I mean, I know you're here in Texas. So, what are you yes. doing now? Where can people um, like? What do you have? What do you have going on right now? Well, 
I found a studio that I like um, to actually train folks out of. You know, I'm start, I'm just starting off, so I don't have a lot of people. Um, but um, it's it's called Evolve. It's off of 281 North in that Brook Hollow Plaza. So if you want are interested in working with me or want to come by and say hi, that's where you'll find me. Very cool. So you're doing personal training out of there. And um, did I read on your Facebook page or something you do, like, boxing, too, or something like that? Yes, I'm actually a USA boxing coach. So I was doing that predominantly in Massachusetts. I haven't um, started here. I haven't found anyone interested enough to really take boxing a little bit. But I also incorporate boxing in all my workouts, or I try to. Um, so, and if, especially with my one-on-one clients, um, if I'm not teaching a boot camp, um, with my one-on-one clients, a lot of them really enjoy it, you know, and it really helps. It's like an, it's an emotional outlet. So if you have a stressful day, you not only you're burning calories, but you're taking off frustrations and you're, you, you have this relief. That's why I personally love boxing. Um, you know, I fell in love with it and it's, it's such a great workout. You know, I, I've seen the whole boxing thing happen at our gym, and I have never tried it, but I might have to try it. It seems a little um, hardcore for me, but <laughs> but I'm encouraged. I'm like, okay, I, here's Elizabeth doing her boxing. I think that's kind of cool. Um, you know, well, you're more than welcome so much over to my house. I have boxing gloves and mitts. I'll uh, put you through a workout if you like. Hey, I am dead serious. I would love that. I would love to be able to do a workout with you. And um, I'm sure that uh, Tara would like to join us, and she might just want to film me um, on the ground going, stop, stop. <laughs> but I think it would be fun. Because, um, you know, you, uh, t- Tara, you and I, are um, we're all here in San Antonio, so it would make sense that we get together and have some fun and see what kind of workout uh, trouble we can get into. I think it would be uh, neat oh. to do and neat to share because, Definitely. you know, you're right. Variety is good. Variety is good because yes. you get in a slump and there's more to do at the gym than just get on the treadmill for 20 minutes. So, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, Definitely. yes. So, all right. All right, Elizabeth. Well, thanks for coming on the show. I look forward to um, talking with you more. And people can find more information about you. Where? Where can they go? Um, so if you go on Facebook, you can just um, search my name, Elizabeth Ruiz, R-U-I-Z, and like my fan page. You know, you'll see me. I'm in a boxing stance. My fists are up, and I'm wearing a big, a yellow Biggest Loser uh, tank top. So I'm hard yes. to miss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dear. Well, you have a great night. You too. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure, and I hope we can do it again soon. All right, definitely. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, good night. All right, all right, everybody, we've been talking to Elizabeth Ruiz. She is an Army wife, but not only that, she was a Season 10 finalist on The Biggest Loser. You can find her, like she said, over on Facebook. You just search Elizabeth Ruiz for more of her fitness tips and insight into keeping fit um, and staying motivated by using different variety of methods. So when we get back from the break, we are going to be joined by Krista Wells, the military spouse coach. 
She is going to talk, uh, we're going to keep the fitness theme, and we're going to talk about kids and incorporating them into your workout. How do you do that? Kids are home for the summer. How do you still get your exercise in when you've got a little one running amok around you? So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to Military Life Radio. U.S. Navy t-shirts, mugs, and more at NavyChief.com. Hot new designs for sailors, chiefs, officers, families, and all those who support our men and women in the United States Navy. NavyChief.com will ship anywhere in the USA, APOs and FPOs too. NavyChief.com offers silkscreen tees for your command, unit, ship, CPOAs, fundraisers, businesses, schools, and other special events. Let our in-house professional graphic artists design your next custom order. Huge selection of tees for only $10 each. NavyChief.com, supporting our shipmates since 1997. Veteran-owned, all NavyChief.com apparel is printed in the USA. Call us at 301-475-0437 or log on at NavyChief.com. back to the show and yeah i want to talk to you guys about navychief.com real quick if you're looking for some navy swag for your new senior chief um, you can check out jeff over at navychief.com the list for the new senior chiefs um, came out just a couple of days ago so congratulations to those who made the list we had a friend um, a prior uh, shipmate that Craig served with a couple of commands ago, and we were very excited. So congratulations to Ethan. Uh, it's always neat to have somebody that you know who is um, a, a stellar a sailor, their efforts be recognized and promoted. So congratulations to the uh, new senior chiefs and their families, because we like to say it's a team effort. It's not just the service member families serve too. So congratulations to you if your um, family was promoted. So uh, the other thing I also wanted to say was you can follow the U.S. Navy on Facebook and the U.S. Army on Facebook. I will have both of them and the um, U.S. Marine Corps. They're posting some great pictures um, lately, and usually they'll do like a voting thing, get your picture of the week, and especially if your spouse is deployed, if you're looking for pictures for in theater and you're not quite sure where to go, they are a good resource to go to first. It seems kind of intuitive, but I always like to mention it because we'll post pictures and people will say, where did you get that or how did you find that? And it's usually just straight from the Service Branch website. So I encourage you guys to subscribe to their pages on Facebook because they'll post Flickr, um, photo streams, and the PAOs are really good about getting photos up really soon, like our old command, the Missouri, recently left for deployment, and the public affairs officer for subgroup two posted pictures of the boat, you know, going down the Thames River and had it up on Flickr, you know, very quickly. And it's just neat to be able to see if your spouse is deployed, um, what that PAO in that region is posting in terms of pictures and I realize not everybody is going to have a PAO near them, and if they're, you know, in some fob on the outskirts of, you know, civilization, that that's not going to be an option for you guys. But um, if it is, I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Uh, and great work to the PAOs that are out there doing that, that combat camera uh, person. It's awesome. 
So, okay, so now we get to talk to Krista. Krista's Corner is something that we started a few months back, and Krista is here, the military spouse coach. She is here to share with us her tips on exercising with kids and staying motivated. Hi, Krista. Welcome to hey, how are you? Corner. <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Are you awake? I am. Yeah? I'm super awake tonight, yeah. I'm... Uh... I don't know, you know, some nights you have more energy than others, but yeah, I'm good, hanging in there tonight. I've been well, good. excited listening in on your interview with um, Elizabeth, and I thought it was just so inspiring. As a career coach, I couldn't help but hear how another example of how once you're like totally inspired by something, your career choices become crystal clear, and I have so many military spouses that I'm working with that are like, I don't know what to do with my career, I don't know what to do. And sometimes you hear a story like this and you're like, you know what, sometimes the career idea just lands in your lap. So I loved her her saying that she wants to train now because of her own experiences. And oftentimes that's what happens. I met her at, like I said, a class I was teaching. And she was so, like, sweet and humble and at the very end, when we were all leaving, because I happened to be teaching, like, at the end of the day, she says, um, oh, and by the way, I don't know if anybody's interested in training, but she hands out her little flyer. And I look at it, and I'd see her picture with her Biggest Loser T-shirt, and I said, oh, my gosh, you were on the Biggest Loser? <laughs> and um, everyone, like, looks at me, because everyone's, like, all quiet and leaving, and I'm just, like, just so excited for her. So I... um I'm like, well, yeah, share what you're doing, where you're at, what gym, all that stuff. So you're right. Like sometimes a big thing happens in your life and then it turns into Yeah, like I had a friend that was going to – I had a good friend of mine, and she was like in a crossroads in her life, and she decided to take to spinning. Um, She had always exercised, but she had never been so passionate about spinning, and she had some hip issues, and um, so spinning wasn't like hard on her hip. And she, like, loved it, and she was kind of going through this life transformation at the same time she started taking spin, and now she's teaching spin classes. And I feel like, you know, she could have never said, like, three years ago, like, I want to be a spin instructor if she was sitting down with a career counselor. So um, I don't know. I just think those things are cool. But I'm supposed to be talking about working out and not about career coaching. I just can't help it. I, I know. know. I know. But um, I, I want to tell everybody whether – go ahead. No, 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 no. I'll let you talk. Oh, I was just going to tell everybody, while we while we get into Krista's Corner, you can pull up her website at themilitaryspousecoach.com, and you can check her out and see what she's all about. You know, one of the things that we do here on the show as part of our mission is to give you access to the experts, and that's really what Krista is. She's an expert in coaching and um, keeping us motivated and she has helped hundreds of military spouses, and that's why we're privileged to have her here. So I wanted to throw that out in the beginning. That way, while people are listening, they can pull up your website and check out, you know, all the fabulous things that you're doing. Um, so with that, well, thank say, you, thank you, thank you. How do you yeah, work just, out? With I just kids? redid my website, so I'm like more excited to tell people to go there because I'm going to be adding some good stuff. Finally, got kind of motivated with the whole. Um, you know how you, like, think about redoing your website for a little while and then you actually do it? And I'm like, wow. Um, I hired this awesomely patient virtual assistant, Terry, and she was like, you want to do this, you want to do this? And then, like, Terry makes it magically happen. So that's been kind of fun. 
Awesome. That's awesome. It's, it is like a facelift. So I can't wait to check it out. Yeah. More. So I was excited. there today, but I didn't really click around um, too much. So well, you know what? Go. It's like little things, and um, I just re—I just redid my trademark, the military spouse coach. It's a trademark business, and like I didn't know things about trademark law. Like I have to have the military spouse coach be written in blue, and we had it written in yellow, and so like we had to switch it back to blue and little things like that. But it was kind of a fun learning experience, and um, I find that if you have a partner, like you know, I hired this virtual assistant. I feel like sometimes if you have someone to say this isn't my idea, and I tell my clients this too, but, like, let's make it happen, and she actually makes it happen. So sometimes if you're thinking about something and you're a spousepreneur and you're just thinking about it and not doing it, then sometimes bringing in a third party can make it all, make a shift in terms of getting you into action or actually delegating some of it to someone else. But coincidentally, this week I had several clients. I, I feel like this happens. Like, I don't know if it's, like, the natural law of physics, but I had... Knowing that I was doing this show tonight and not, I, I didn't tell my clients I was doing this show, but I had like three or four moms come to me this week with different issues. And it was absolutely like just maybe synchronistic or bias scanning that I was listening in, like I was queuing into these particular problems. But, um, you know, like one military spouse told me that she goes to the gym with her two year old and they even have a daycare at the gym, but she feels like all this guilt because her little kid is like on her leg and can, I guess, can see her from where she works out in the gym. So, like, it just wasn't working, whatever, for whatever reason. And then I had another um, military spouse and she was like talking about how she needed to lose her baby weight and her baby wasn't considered a baby anymore. And it was like so funny, like, this whole week everyone was complaining about all these excuses on why they couldn't work out. And I was like, listen in on Tuesday night to the My Military Life radio show because that's what we're going to be talking about, and we're all going to work through it together. So um, anyway, it's a common problem to think that you don't have time to go to the gym. So if you're feeling that in your military spouse and your mom and maybe your spouse is deployed or whatever, you're absolutely not alone. So I think that's important to kind of validate that you're not, you know, this isn't a unique new problem. But, um, right, right. You know, hopefully we can together come up with some creative solutions. I liked some of Elizabeth's, and I have some some additional ones that we can go over. Okay, cool. So what do you think? How can we I, – I saw a couple pictures of you or a picture of you on Facebook – which I thought was funny. You doing push-ups, right? Um, um, so how yeah, do we work my, out with kids? I gotta say, my friend Pascal Lean is a personal trainer in West Hartford, where I live, and she is like the biggest fan of like the no excuses. Like it'll be raining, and we're I'm in a running club with her, and I'll be like, really? Like it's raining, and she's like, put on a raincoat and meet me at the reservoir, and I'm like, really? <laughs> And um, I'll say, like, oh, I can't work out today because my kids are home. Like, they're not, they're home from preschool or whatever. Like, Lucas is sick. And she's like, Krista, do a push-up and put him on your back. And I was like, what? And she's all into, like, I do have a um, some gym equipment, but she's into, like, you can work out without equipment, like push-ups, sit-ups, running. Like, she has so many. Pascal is, like, filled with tips and she makes so many good points about that you don't need expensive gym equipment and i was going to bring that up that some of the 
excuses that I would hear from people are like, oh, the gym's expensive, and that's like a really common excuse, or like, oh, I'm home with my kids, and I, you know, maybe I can do like a little dancing around with them, or do like a mommy me yoga video, but I can't do weights, and I said, well, wait a minute, you can go get a couple free weights from, like a Play It Against Sports is the name of our sport consignment store here, but there's so many options to get very inexpensive and not cumbersome uh, gym equipment, and Today I was on, just to like have fun before the show, I went on freecycle.com. I don't, you know, that's like in every town. It's called, um, you know, freecycle.com. And I typed in, I live in West Hartford, but I typed in like an affluent town next to us, Avon, Connecticut. And there were like 10 people giving away um, exercise bikes and treadmills and all different kinds of sports equipment, like from fancy to... Um, not that big. And I think it's like people that are moving or just haven't used it and it's collecting dust or whatever. But if you really want to like upgrade you don't the have, next one, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to spend a lot of money. I would probably think it turned into, you know, that they're they're decluttering. They listen to my decluttering videos and, they, <laughs> and they're getting rid of what they're not using and what's not serving them. But, I mean, if you're a military spouse and you know, like, well, I'm only going to live here for two years or something, and you're like, I don't want to buy – a big expensive piece of equipment. You can still go to a play it against sports type of place or even like here we have a Savers which is like a Big Brothers Big Sisters and they always have like some weights in the back or like I see those ab machines or I see all the things or if you listen to my trainer Pascal you you know you don't need anything to do a sit up and a push up or to go on a run. So I feel like that we, if we really dig deep those are all excuses and just like the kids excuse. And I can't say that I've never done it. Like, even when my – I work, I don't know, 20 hours in the mornings, you know, during the week, and my kids are in preschool. And I, I used to think, well, this is my only three hours of free time. Like, I could go to the gym, but this is, like, my only three hour. I have four kids, and this is my only three-hour window of, like, where I could, you know, putz around and load the dishwasher and get the laundry done and, you know, whatever. There's a gazillion things you can come up with because I wasn't making going to the gym my priority. And when I hear my clients complaining about, oh, I can't work out because of the kids, I feel like, you know what, we can work out with the kids if we shift our priorities and make our own um, fitness time a priority. Like today I was getting my hair colored, and as I'm leaving, you know, I made an appointment for like in another seven weeks to color my roots so that they're not gray and that they're, brownish blonde and I'm thinking like for me my hair color is a priority I'm not going to not make that appointment when I'm leaving like it's just I put that hour in my life like even if I have to get a babysitter even no matter what like I'm not going to walk around with gray hair and so my husband puts his hour to like go to the gym is as important to him as like the hair so it's like you have to really think about your make I make time for this radio show. I make time for my business clients. I make time for my hair. I make time for to bring my son to karate. So you have to think about, are you doing, you know, are you doing that with your health? Um, so that's good. My kids, that's really good. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you have to think about it. Like it's not your kids. It's, it's not your kids' fault that you're not working out. And there's ways to incorporate them, of course. <laughs> Stop blaming the kiddos. Yeah, you're right. Because I see all these moms on my friends of mine that are moms that have like jogging strollers, 
like you know Jai and Amy, you know friends of mine, and they're always they're doing races for Pete's sake with their yeah, little jogging that's strollers. Yeah, that's one my ideas. Like if people said, well, I need ideas of what to do with my kids, I just jotted down a few ideas. Um, one was I like I put it in quotes. I hired my six year old to be my personal trainer, and this is a true story. Um, and he was like, okay, mommy, it's our training night, and he's like, put your sneakers on, and I got your water bottle, and. He literally counted while I did, like, push-ups and sit-ups and, like, wall balls against the wall. And, like, I told him which exercises I wanted to do, but he was like, okay, you have to do ten of those. And I was like, but I'm tired and it's only eight. And he was, like, cheering me on. Um, So you can kind of, like, if your kid is the right age, obviously if it's a baby, you can't hire them as your personal trainer. But I, I, I showed him, like, mommy needs to work out. It's a Monday. I have to work out. And, you know, do you want to be my trainer? And we kind of turned it into this. Um, thing where he was like in charge of my workout but I did get a really good workout in and it was like fun time together and then some other ideas I had were like your generic take a hike as a family or go on a bike ride as a family or just have an every night like in the summer after dinner you know take a walk like create a really good habit or you know even fun in the driveway like with a hula hoop or like we have a little basketball we have a low basketball hoop because my four kids are young but, um, like, shooting basketball. And my kids start laughing at the bus stop when I'm playing basketball with them because I miss a bunch of times. But it's like, you know, those little things add up, like that 10 minutes of me, you know, bouncing the basketball with them versus just standing there with my coffee. Those little things in a week's time, that 10 minutes, you know, if I do it three time, three mornings, you know, some mornings I'm standing there with my coffee. But if you just do it a few mornings, <laughs> it's like adding – that exercise to your day and then another idea was those charity races because then your family's all geared up like you like you said you mentioned your friends um and my daughter who's 10 you know she has a friend going through cancer right now so if we looked into like a fall running a 5k race and raising money for cancer or something that would motivate us all and then we would say okay we got to get you know quote unquote ready for the race or ready for the charity. It just gives you that benchmark to work towards. Um, and my kids know when it's, like, raining or snowing or, you know, I live in New England, so when it's, like, crappy out, um, and we don't have a Wii or anything. Like, some people exercise with the Wii video game. But, like, they'll know I'm turning, like, I'll turn on some music and just dance, and the kids know um, I'm trying to tire them out so that they sleep better. But it is also a great way um, to get your exercise in. But I think that the really important thing is if you read, like, mom tips online on how to, you know, get in shape with your kids, a lot of it is very cutesy, like, get yoga cards and, like, everybody does a yoga pose or play a game or, um, like, make an obstacle course in the yard. And my my issue with that is that we cannot, you know, as a life coach and a career coach, I feel like we can't make it a game. Like, we can't make it an every now and then basketball thing in the drive or like every now and then we'll take a walk or every now and then we'll you know move decide we ate that and like move around and dance i feel like it really can't be haphazard like your health and your fitness and we can't make the mistake of like reading these articles and being like oh yeah 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 like good idea cute but not have any follow-through like i think that with our kids it's important to say to them, like, this is a part of mom's life. Like, I need to work out and whatever is healthy for you. But, like, I need to work out four days a week for an hour. And that they know that that's just part of your life and that that's going to happen. Because 
I think if That's we try really to, good point, you know, like if we try to do yeah. like every push-up lifting the baby or every like little game, you know, like put on baby Einstein so mommy can go on the treadmill for 20 minutes and like there's all this guilt involved, I feel like, no, like this is super important. Like, and, you know, we have to just lean into the fact that it's not a game and it's not like building an obstacle course in your yard every now and then. Or like I read some tips like, oh, if you're at the playground with your kids, like, you know, step up on the bench and step down or like hold yourself up on the pull-up bar for 60 seconds. And I'm like, that is not enough to be like your healthy routine because you're not at the playground three times a week for an hour. So um, I don't know. I just Right, think and that's that, only going to take you like, five minutes if I mean you know what I mean if you did it a few times yeah and it's great like you can sneak those things in and I actually think that they're all good tips so I'm not insulting them I think they're all like great creative ideas and I think if we open our awareness like if we just just by having this conversation and hopefully everybody that's listening will their awareness will shift and what happens is like you will find all kinds of little 10-minute opportunities in the next week where you can increase exercise like maybe I'm reading to my kids a story tomorrow night and I could like you know you know, do like a couple leg lifts or something after. Like you can always like sneak in little things and you might even sneak in more now that there's an increased awareness. Like tomorrow night I might say, hey, it didn't work out today, you guys, let's play tag. And like I'm purposefully adding a game of tag into my evening routine. But that can't be your go-to. That's just like extra because you need to make your health like an and working out an absolute priority. And I feel like um, if you if you leave it up to, like, games and chants and the one charity run that you do every couple of years and you leave it to those those ideas, you're not making it um, a lasting, like, I'm sure that the guest that was just on Elizabeth, I'm sure she's working out and has a consistent schedule and she's eating healthy, probably I would say, you know, I tell people, like, eat 80-20, like 80% of the time try to eat really healthy and then 20% eat sort of healthy, but, like, if it's, as long as 80% of the time you're doing a good job, then you're going to continue to be healthy and lose weight. And I think that, um, obviously, it's not all about being skinny, skinny. It's just about feeling healthy and being healthy, and it's not the number on the scale for my clients. It's really how well you feel. Um, you know, you could be skinny drinking, like, a Diet Coke and having, you know, a sugary protein bar, but are you really healthy, you know, and... So I feel like if you have kids, you have to say, you know what, I'm important too. And I tell people that have kids, I say, if it helps you, because this is what I do with other goals, not just health goals, like career goals and life coaching goals, I say, you really need to create a clear vision. So if you want to be healthy, like what does that look like in five years? What activities do you want to be participating in in five years, in ten years? Do you want to have? Do you want to be vital around your kids and your grandkids? You know, like what's what attitude? Um, do you want like when you're grown up? I like when that. You're grown up. I'm writing that down. Yeah. Okay. When you're like old, do you I'm want to be like? Down. Like I'm. I don't know. I'm 41. So when I'm 51, what do I want to look like? When I'm 61. When I'm 71, do I want to be hunched over and like? Um, you know, rounded shoulders, rounding forward, and, like, frail bones that can break easily? Or do I want um, to visualize myself in 10 years being, like, the healthiest I've ever been in my life at 51? And, um, you know, creating that schedule for myself now, like, at 
I'm saying now, like hopefully for listeners that are 20 and 30 and 40 and 50, like if you do it now and you create it as your routine, then it's so hard. I mean, it's my husband's working out like, I don't even know, five days a week for 20 years. Like, and he's in his mid-40s and he looks great. Um, and I joke around when my friends are like, oh, my gosh, your husband's really like, looks pretty good. And I'm like, you know what? It's not free. Like you guys put him five days a week. So if you want to be chiseled like a Roman anyway, god, you need to get your butt in the gym five days a week. No, but if you want to just be healthy, I, you need to, like, aggressively come up with a plan. It can't be cutesy stuff that you're reading in Self Magazine or, um, you know, a tip that you hear in the podcast that we're talking about. Like, you have to aggressively come up with a plan and put that plan down on paper. Like, this is like any other goal-setting thing. Um, you know, if you don't, if you don't, aggressively come up with a plan to tackle your health, and I I would include that to be your eating and your exercising, then, you know, you're going to end up with, like, illness, and it's going to drive your health into the corner. So you have to be very deliberate with, I'm not going to accept that in my life, and I'm worth more, and I want to be consistent, and I want to follow through, and this isn't just, like, you know, a a pretty little idea. It's like a goal that you're really going to commit to. And I tell people, like, get it down in writing. Like, put it in writing that you're going to, you know, what your workout routine is. Get it down in writing. Post it on your fridge. Like like all the other goal-setting techniques that I share, but it has to be extremely deliberate. And, um, you know, you're going to have to make a huge daily commitment to your health. So that's kind of my two cents. It's... Um, I think it's like the only way to combat it. I love it, it. you know. Mhm. I I think, you know, I love the words that you're saying like an aggressive plan to be extremely deliberate, not leave it to chance. I saw this picture on Facebook the other day, maybe you saw it, uh, maybe some of your listeners have seen it. It's this picture of this um mom and she is like cut, you know, and she's like bench pressing. And at the bottom it says, um, I give my kids a break from me one hour a day. See, I love that. Like, I, I love it. Like, share Isn't that. Awesome? Share that post. It's awesome because um, I think that there's, like, this – I think it helps your kids to see that you're taking care of yourself. Like, even if, like, my three-year-old's whining because, like, oh, mommy, you're going to go downstairs for a whole 20 minutes and work out. <laughs> like, I'll say – you know what, honey, I am, and, like, I think that, you know, as she grows up, obviously, maybe at three she doesn't understand, but she's accepting that health is a major issue in my husband and my life, and that, um, you know, I go through my phases where it's less important, and then I find out, you know what, I'm moody, I'm miserable to be around, you know, I haven't I haven't taken that time to de-stress and get to the gym, um, I get lazy, and, I, you know, I'm not eating kale and quinoa and I'm eating, you know, leftover pizza crusts and the in the leftover syrupy, waffles. you know, toaster waffle from <laughs> uh, whatever, two hours ago that we were talking about a couple shows ago. Like, I fall into that, yeah. you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm saying if you want to be healthy and, you know, I, I tell my clients, like, you want to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Like, if you want to be healthy, health has to be one of your major goals. And the only way to combat that is accepting that health is a major issue in your life and it's more important than getting your hair colored and it's more important than you know like what's more important than your house like i'll tell my husband sometimes like oh i don't know if i have to go to the gym today because i have so much to do and he's like is everything you have to do more important than your health and i want to smack him because he's right (laughs) 
That's good. So, yeah, that's good. You're right. Um, you know, so I, feel I think like, about you know the what? last time I was at. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm saying like, like you probably think you've been busy, so you haven't been going, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and I have, think about have like what you, I was have what you've been doing more important. That's the question. No, no, and I love the analogy of getting your hair done because we all go, most of us, you know, the majority go and get our hair done, whether it's a haircut, a hairstyle, or a color. Somewhere in there, you're going to the salon, and it's a priority, especially if, like, homecoming's on the horizon. You know, we'll go and do that. And when I was there um, a few weeks back, I'm paying, and you're right, I made my appointment for the next time, and I, you know, paid my bill, which isn't inexpensive. I mean, it's a it has to go into our budget because it's expensive to go to the hair salon. And the the girl next to me, um, her salon bill, I don't know what she did, but it was like three times what mine was. And I was like, wow. But, you know, no matter how much you're spending, whether you're spending $25, $100, or $300 on your hair and looking, you know, your appearance and making that a priority, you're right. Is that more important than your health? Because we're making with that the, a priority for sure. And with the financial excuse yeah. with regards to working out, like people tell me, oh, I can't afford it. You know, I have kids and I work. And when I get home from work, I can't afford to pay for a gym or whatever. I always tell people, like, when you take, and this is with every, like, financial goal, health goal, career goal, I feel like when you take two steps forward, God, like, takes a step towards you. And I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen, but if you start, like, jogging every day and using the weights you have and using, you know, your push-ups and your sit-ups and you're doing that like consistently three times a week, then something in your life will show up for you where you're going to get more other workout stuff for free. Like whether it be, you know, as literal as something like a free exercise bike on free cycle that you love or like someone will be saying like, oh, we're moving and I never use my Tybo videos or something or I'm moving and I have a kettlebell I've never used. Do you want it? Or, like, I went to my boys' karate class last Friday. They take karate, like, and it's in a studio, and I've never even hardly noticed, but in the back of the studio is a little gym. And it has, you know, a treadmill and a bike and a pre-core and all that stuff. And when I was in there, you know, the my two boys are in karate class, and I usually just watch or I'll run with my daughter, my older daughter, and go get a cup of coffee and come back. And he's like, you know, you could use the gym, and I was like, oh, and I'm like, I could go in there. Like, their class was an hour, and I did want to watch some of it. But I was like, I could go in there and spin for 20 minutes and, you know, come right back and watch the last 10 minutes of their class. And, um, I mean, it's not free because I am paying for the karate class. Um, right, but, I mean, but it's it was, like an added but there's benefit. there's no extra expense. There was no extra expense to using the karate gym. And, um, you know, next time I'll go with my sneakers on. <laughs> But um, it's just things <laughs> I love like that. You know, it's just things like they just start showing up for you because you're increasing your awareness. Like, okay, I'm ready to, uh, you know, go out and try something new. And the the guest that you had on your last show, um, Pauline, I ended up doing one of her detox diets, and she said, as she was sharing with us all the healthy foods that we should be cooking, she said, you know what, change up your routine. And if you normally do, like, Chris, I know you like CrossFit, you should try yoga. Or like the, on one of the other girls that was in the class, she said, you know, Amy, I know you're always doing, like, high-intensity workouts at the gym. Why don't you try, um, like, biking or, like, something else? And I love that whole idea of mixing it up because not only does it, like, fight boredom, but I think it 
um, it gets new muscles, you know what I mean? Like you're doing something new. Like I went swimming the other day with the kids, and I'm like, wow, these are muscles that I wasn't using in the same way. So I think it can be fun, and it can be, you know, kind of re-energize your, shake things up. But it's still, it's yes, I still love the it. overall, still the overall idea that you're taking a huge commitment to your health. So if people walk away with like, I don't need a cutesy little idea because you only do that a couple times, but really like I have a plan and I'm willing to step up to the plate, get it down in writing and make this, you know, really hold that vision of vitality in your future, like really hold that vision strong and, you know, nothing will stop you. That's like some real good meaty tips. I love it, Krista. You always do such a great job. Um all right, so we're about out of time. Can you believe it? Here we are again. I can, I can. I won most talkative student out of my high school of thousands of people, so <laughs> I can believe that I can talk so funny. straight for 30 minutes. I do All believe right. that I can. So uh, next month, um, one of my do we have strength. any idea? What are we going to do next month? Have we thought about it? Are we looking for ideas? What do you, I what think do you we think? should ask the listeners to, um, you know, we've talked about you know, healthy detoxing, and we've talked about, you know, making exercise, just like leaning into the discomfort and making it part of our lives. So I think it would be great to, um, because the topics that I love aren't necessarily the topics that the listeners love. You know, I love talking about how to be wealthy, how to be healthy, how to come up with a career you're passionate about, how to declutter your mind psychologically and declutter your environment. Those are topics that I Dear, but I would love to hear from the audience what they want us to to focus on, and we will. Yes. We'll, you know, if we, if I don't know the answer, I'll find somebody that does. So, um, I think it would be cool if the show listeners, because I know that we have like thousands of people listening to the show, so I would love for them to. I know, and we just um, last week we just hit like um, two hundred and fifty or two hundred and. 50,000, I don't know if I'm saying that right, downloads. So those 250,000 listeners need to tell us yeah, what they want to hear like, about. That's like from the beginning. But, yeah, right. you know, I mean, it's a few thousand every week, and um, it goes up or goes down, but it just depends on what we're talking about. So we will. Um, we want to hear from you guys. And uh, we're going to be changing up our, our, our podcast uh line up a little bit and how we do the show so we're going to try and make it a little more interactive and give you guys a chance because we really want to get your questions and answer them on air and so i think we're going to try and pre-record those we've done it before in the past and we went and kind of went away from it and we're i think we're going to go back to it because i think i want to hear like voices like i want to hear questions and uh, be able to answer them and hear ideas so uh you can Email me at wendy at mymilitarylife.com. We want to hear your show topic idea for Krista's Corner and anything else, your comment or idea. We definitely want to hear from hear from you because um, we're all in this together and we we don't know what we don't know. So share us, share with us what you want to hear on the next on next month's show. So yeah, are you doing anything in the next month before we see you again? You're like a little traveler, I know. I am. I am. I'm traveling again. I have a really good friend of mine from San Diego. This is why I love social media. I have a good friend of mine from San Diego. I lived in San Diego for six years, and um, I have not seen her in probably 
since my 10-year-old was three or four, and I was out in San Diego for work. Um, so I haven't seen her in many, many years, maybe like six years. And she's coming here this Friday for a week, and we're going to um, go up to Vermont, show her little show her little nine-year-old twins what the mountains look like. And I'm going to oh, squeeze some client. Wow. I'm going to squeeze some client work in between, but um, she's going to spend a little bit of time in Connecticut, and then I'm going to see some clients, and then she's going to come up with me for the Fourth of July, um, up to see the beautiful Green Mountains. And my kids were like, "Oh, I can't wait to show her the lake here in in um, Farmington, Connecticut." And I was like, "Oh no, my my daughter doesn't realize how beautiful Solana Beach is, where she's coming from." But <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, she wants to see the Connecticut <laughs> Lake." <laughs> She's from gorgeous Solana Beach, California. But, you know, it's maybe a change of pace for her, I'm sure. I know Karen, and I know she'll think that, like, she'll have a great attitude. She'll be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's beautiful and green and wonderful. But um, in actuality, it's no sounds it's like no fun. San Diego. Well, still sounds like fun, and I think that's Yeah, cool, it'll be fun, know. and I and I love the fact that, I have to say that because of Facebook, like, we don't talk often. Like, we're very, very close when we live there. But we don't talk often. You know, I'm super busy with work and the four kids and everything. But um, every now and then it's just that little, like, oh, I saw a picture on Facebook, and I'll be like, hey, you know, your kids look cute, or that's great, or we send Christmas cards. Or, you know, it's just that enough, Facebook is, like, enough that I feel like we're still enough in touch. And I think that that's really, really nice because I remember, you know, whatever, Ten years ago, you wouldn't have done that. Um, you wouldn't have, you know, kept in touch with people as well as you can now. Like, I just was at a party a couple of days ago with a girlfriend that's moving away. And we're not, like, best, best, best friends, but enough that I want to keep in touch and, like, see pictures of her kids. And I feel like Facebook is, you know, at first I was sort of skeptical of it, but now I'm really liking the fact that you could just keep in touch with everybody. So, kind Yeah, of I know. You're right. I keep... I'm much more in contact with even just family because we we don't have to send an individual email to someone, you know, yeah. or decide who to send what to. On Facebook, it's yeah. just there. You post what you want, and it, I just uh, post it on my personal page. So. On my, um, I don't do a lot of family stuff, but on my not on my military spouse coach page, but on my Krista Wells page, I just posted a picture of my grandfather who turned a hundred this month. So, um, oh, said, is this the one you, that lives in Sweden? He lives in Sweden, and when you said family and Facebook, I was I instantly thought of him. Like, you know, back in the day, could we post a picture of our gramps? That's a hundred on Facebook. <laughs> so I thought that that was kind of neat. But yeah, yes, I hope you had awesome. a happy Fourth so. Wendy. I feel like, um, you know, as the military spouse radio host, you have to like post some cool. Fourth of July recipes and stuff. I just learned how to make a red, white, and blue layered cake by obviously just making vanilla cake and putting it in a bunch of different thin pans and then putting red, white, you know, no white, but red and blue dye and making like a layered cake that's red, white, and blue. So my child. Oh, that's a great idea. Isn't that cute? Like yes, you create the pans. Yeah. After we just talked about health and working out, I'm telling you how to make I know. <laughs> Red, white, and blue cake. I know, we'll post some fun stuff. Okay, forget that. <laughs> forget the red, white, and blue cake. Do the the, the proverbial blueberries and strawberries and do that one. Forget the, the, forget the my layered. Andrew food cake, yeah. Yeah, forget my layered uh, cake. 
I hope Elizabeth's not <laughs> still so listening. Fun. She'll be like, what? I know. <laughs> no cake. <laughs> fruit. So, uh, all right, I my dear. Fruit. Well, I thank you cake? for coming on the show. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, I thank it. you for having me. I love, love, love it, and I can't wait to hear from guests what they want to hear, um, what they want to be coached on next. Yes, me too. All right. Well, um, I will talk to you soon, and thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Happy Fourth, Krista. Take care. Bye. Good night. All right, everybody. That was Krista Wells, the military spouse coach. You can find her more, or you can find her and learn more at her website, themilitaryspousecoach.com. And she said she just made some changes to the website, so Check her out, and then also find her on Facebook. Just search The Military Spouse Coach and like her page. Subscribe to her email list so you can keep in contact with her and what she has going on. So uh, we're just about out of time, so I want to share just a couple things. Um, okay, so we, last week we talked about the NBA playoffs, and, you know, we're in San Antonio. So, you know, as we all know, the Miami, the Miami Heat won, so i got to put that out there. Uh, and um, uh, so I'm not a big NBA fan, but, you know, hey, got to throw that out there. And I did see a video the other day about Michael Jordan saying who was the best team, talking about the the Chicago Bulls, so the best player, the best team. And um, so it was really class act. If you haven't seen it, it's um, Michael Jordan put that video out. It's pretty cool. You can find it on Facebook. Upcoming shows this summer, um, we have some fun things planned, so be sure to stay tuned. We are going to try, we're working on a show where we can, like I said before, meet up with Elizabeth and Tara when she's back from her vacation to do something with all of us and shoot some video while we're while we're doing the show, so we'll share that with you. I want to thank tonight's guests, Elizabeth Ruiz. You can find her on Facebook and Krista Wells. You, like I said, I gave you just gave you her information, um, themilitaryspousecoach.com. Thank them both for coming on the show. Uh, we are so excited and like humbled to have them both. They're such experts in their field. So I encourage you guys to sign up for both of their email lists to stay in contact with them. Uh, thank you. And I also want to tell everybody, um, follow us on Twitter at MyMilitaryLife. And uh, we just hit 7,000 followers on Twitter, so thanks, you guys, for that. Our show airs most Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Central. You can listen to our show live then or subscribe via iTunes. If you have a topic or guest that you'd like to hear about or for us to interview, email me at wendy at mymilitarylife.com. Our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the Department of the Navy or Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here by our co-hosts and guests do not reflect official government or DOD policy. Any advice we give is strictly the views of the co-hosts and our individual guests. So thanks to everybody for listening. It's been fun to hang out with you. If your loved one's deployed, we give you a big virtual hug. Just know you're not alone. We're here for you, and we hope to see you over on Facebook. Thanks, everyone. Um, We will see you guys in two weeks, and happy Fourth of July.
I see 